Do women have a greater risk of mortality than men after heart surgery? Find out about this and more in today's PV Roundup podcast. We'd like to hear from you. Are you a doctor, nurse, pharmacist, or other medical professional with a great journey to medicine story? Tell us your story of how you got started in a medical career for an opportunity to be featured on the podcast. Send an audio recording of up to four minutes of your journey to medicine story and include your name, degree, specialty, practice setting, and location. You can also submit a text version of your story and we can read it for you. Email your story to us at editorial at for a chance to be featured on a future episode. I'm your host, Senior VP Medical Director, Dr. Tim Wright, coming to you once again from the Pioneer Valley in Western Massachusetts. Here are today's stories. From a study published in JAMA Surgery, we learn women remain at significantly higher risk for adverse outcomes following coronary artery bypass grafting or cabbage, with no significant improvement over the last decade. The study was a retrospective cohort study at hospitals contributing to the Adult Cardiac Surgery Database of the Society of Thoracic Surgeons and included 1,297,204 patients who underwent primary isolated coronary artery bypass graft from 2011 to 2020. The primary outcome was operative mortality. The secondary outcome was a composite of operative mortality and morbidity, including operative mortality, stroke, kidney failure, reoperation, deep sternal wound infection, prolonged mechanical ventilation, and prolonged hospital stay. The attributable risk, which was the association of female sex with coronary artery bypass graft outcomes, was calculated for the primary and secondary outcomes. The investigators reported that women had a higher operative mortality, 2.8% versus 1.7% for men, with a p-value of 0.001, and an incident of the composite of operative mortality and morbidity with 22.9% versus 16.7% for men, with a p-value of 0.001. The attributable risk for female sex for operative mortality varied from 1.28 in 2011 to 1.41 in 2020, with no significant change over the study period. The attributable risk for the composite of operative mortality and morbidity was 1.08 in both 2011 and 2020, with no significant change over the study period. The authors concluded from this data that women remain at a significantly higher risk for adverse outcomes following coronary artery bypass grafting, and no significant improvement has been seen over the course of the last decade. Further investigation into the determinants of operative outcomes in women is urgently needed. In our next story, we learn that children and teens in the highest BMI percentile have the highest risk for hypertension. This from a study published in JAMA Network Open. The study that followed more than 800,000 young people for up to five years found that even modest elevations in body mass index increased the risk of hypertension. The retrospective cohort study, which included children and adolescents aged 3 to 17 years, showed that compared with those who had a baseline BMI for age with 40th to 59th percentiles, the adjusted hazard ratio for hypertension with a maximum of 5 years was 1.26 for youths between the 60th and 84th percentile if they maintained their BMI for age but 4.94 for use with a baseline BMI for age in the 97th percentile or higher, who maintained their body weight. With every one unit annual increase in the distance to the mean BMI for age, the adjusted hazard ratio increased 1.04. 
And finally, we learned from the New England Journal of Medicine that benbidoic acid reduces the risk of adverse cardiovascular events in statin-intolerant patients. Among patients with high LDL cholesterol levels who are unable to tolerate statins, benbidoic acid significantly reduces the risk of major adverse cardiovascular events compared with placebo. Results from the randomized CLEAR trial, which included 13,970 patients receiving primary or secondary prevention across 1,250 sites in 32 countries, found that after a mean follow-up of 40.6 months, the incidence of major adverse cardiovascular events was significantly lower with benbidoic acid than with placebo, 11.7% versus 13.3% respectively. The same was true for the incidence of a composite of death from cardiovascular causes, non-fatal stroke, or non-fatal myocardial infarction, non-fatal or fatal myocardial infarction, and coronary revascularization. And that's today's Medical Roundup. Thank you for joining us for this episode of PV Roundup Podcast. For more stories like these, visit us at pvroundup.com to subscribe to our weekly newsletters. Thoughts, comments, or suggestions? Please leave us a review on your preferred listening platform or email us at editorial at pvroundup.com. Subscribe to our podcast on Spotify, Pandora, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, or Google. You can also download our Amazon Alexa Flash Briefing Medical News Roundup and just ask, what's my flash briefing? Thanks today to Sean Mullen for production assistance. Join me next time, where we'll cover the latest stories in the world of medicine.